Hello everybody, Sherm here, the crazy agent over at Fantastic Now. I want to be able to put this episode out here. I think a lot of times people are talking about subject matter experts, SMEs, or people that want to be known as an industry thought leader, a game changer. You see these these phrases being thrown around quite a bit. Um, a lot of times they're um, self, self-proclaimed uh, titles that people give themselves. It's like crowning themselves king. Um, so you just got to watch if you're going to use those. I've seen it as like industry disruptor. And they're not. They're they're basically uh, a recruiter that's trying that's working really hard. That's not a disruptor. A disruptor is like Tesla uh, trying to muscle in on the oil uh, carbon footprint that we have in the automotive industry. That's that's a potential disruptor. But if you're just hustling, working hard at your job, then you're more like an industry expert. So what what does that entail? And I think for a lot of people, they want to be known in this area, but I'd say that you could read a hundred books, but the experience is going to be your greatest tool. So what I mean by that is there's a lot of people that are very book smart when it comes to, let's say, even the principles of leadership. There's more than enough books that you can read about leadership, but then if they haven't led anybody, they might have to hire somebody, they haven't had to fire somebody, haven't had to give uh, feedback to somebody, good or bad, they haven't had to train somebody, then their leadership experience is going to be very minimal. And to be perfectly frank, you can read right through that. So I can tell the moment that I'm talking with someone, if what they're telling me is leadership that they've experienced or leadership that they've read. And and a lot of leaders, uh, managers, we fit that mold, right? Because we've learned it through the life of hard knocks. So when it comes to having to fire somebody, the reason why I know the emotions that go through it, the, maybe the, the first time that you end up having to fire someone, you might have a, a restless night the night before. You probably think more about firing that person than they've thought about their career in the last uh, 90 days or um, year on how long, depending on how long you, you allowed them to basically uh, get by with mediocrity. And so, but the person that just read it in a book won't have any of those emotions to detach from the from the exercise. Uh, same thing for someone that's never recruited somebody and had to take people through a process. There's a lot of great candidates out there, a lot of great talented individuals, a lot of wonderful graduates coming out of college, but not all of them are meant to be for your organization. And so you can you can kind of read right through that. And so what you want to what you ultimately want to do is be able to get some kind of visibility out there in the marketplace for being known as a industry expert or a subject matter expert. And in this scenario, it's better to go a mile deep than it is a, a mile wide. So you want to be known for knowing the details about a specific area, a specific niche. Now, when you first start out, you might have to go a mile wide because you just don't know exactly where your expertise is going to lead you, where your experiences are going to take you, where your career or even um, your pursuits will take you. And so you want to be able to make sure that it's spread across a multitude of just different disciplines within your discipline. Um, so for example, if you're uh, an attorney coming out, you might you might go after business um being a business attorney and an estate planning attorney. And then over time, it evolves as you get more and more clients that, you know what, you only work with businesses um, over five years in the business. They're doing, you know, they, they have at least 50 employees um, under 500 and that's your niche. 
but that came after 10 years of building a practice, working um, with one one hit wonders, you know, one employees up to a thousand and trying to get everything in between. But over time, you became specialized, you became experienced, and then you realize ultimately what you liked. And so that's really becomes much more of a niche in your approach and, and expertise. But all that ex- expertise comes because you dealt with the solopreneur, you dealt with the thousand employees, you dealt with everything in between. Reminds me very much of uh, Malcolm Gladwell's book, David versus Goliath, where he introduces this concept of the 10,000 hours. You need to put 10,000 hours in order to become very proficient at something. Not an expert, but a, definitely a specialist, but you need 10,000 hours in before you can really say that you really know what you're doing. Let's first hear a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to take a call from one of our listeners. You be a thought leader is important, sure, not only for you know society and leaders in general, but when you're a thought leader, you're thinking first for other people's thoughts, and you're putting your thoughts second. That's what leaders do. That's what thoughts do, whether it be on social media in the real world. Keep it up, man. Like the comments. Like the content as well. KT, thanks for your call in, buddy. Appreciate that. Um, and you're absolutely spot on. Um, being a thought leader is really the idea that you're one to be, you're seen as a go-to person for a particular niche in, a, in an industry or for, for a particular area of like thoughts or concepts. And so the um, what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to make yourself visible in a specific industry or community or whatever it is that you're trying to build. So let's give you an example. I'm an accountant and I want to be seen as a thought leader in my community as a go-to person when it comes to finance and accounting questions. So the first thing that I'm going to have a look at doing is number one, belonging to my local accounting association. I'm going to try to find maybe a local chapter. Maybe it's an alumni group from my previous college. And that's going to give me the opportunity to rub shoulders with others that are successful in this realm. And so I want to be able to make sure that I'm hearing what others are going through at different companies, whether they're in practice by themselves or whether they're with a big firm. And that way I can make sure that I'm hearing um, different thoughts on the various concepts that exist out there. Number two is I want to be able to then look at opportunities for me to be able to rub shoulders with and network with others that are um, that might need my speci- specific area of expertise. So this beca- could become a, a local chamber of commerce, the Society of Human Resource Managers, or also known as SHRM. This could become um, a Business Networking International, BNI group. And um, although that those are more exclusive um, groups, um, and you might want to go to something that's a little more exclusive. I might look at maybe uh, partnering up with Junior Achievement, maybe the Small Business Association. I'm looking for opportunities for me to be able to get my um, face out there as someone that's an expert um, or at least trying to become an expert in a particular area. And obviously this one is in, in, in accounting. And so I think for a lot of people, what they end up doing is they go to work and they go home. They go to work and they go home and they forget or, or they wonder how, why they're not a thought leader. Um, another one that you can do um, a lot of times your local um, newspapers um, will, will have maybe articles 
Um, or you could even be a ghost, you could be not a ghost, you could be a writer for the local newspaper about specific topics, right? When it comes to accounting, hey, um, we're coming on to tax season. Taxes are due uh, for a corporation for the W-2s at the end of, July, end of January. Is there an opportunity for you as the accountant to give your two cents? Is there an opportunity for you to talk to people about getting their taxes done as quickly as possible? Um, is there a way to be able to, um, the right ways to interview, to find an accountant? And again, all these ideas can get best published in a, in a small local newspaper, a local magazine. Um, it can be done in, in someone's blog that's out there. So again, feel free to reach out to those. And so um, number one is in order to be an industry leader, you want to be visible. Uh, number two is people need to be able to find you. And number three is it can be on any medium that you see fit. And I would particularly lean on in medium that you feel most comfortable with. So if you, if you don't feel comfortable face-to-face, work in a room, um, networking, then but you feel really comfortable in like a chat platform, then look at LinkedIn. Maybe you want to publish some articles. Maybe you want to po- have your post specifically showcasing that you are an industry thought leader and then avoid then going to those networking face-to-face ones if that's just not in your wheel hub yet. So start building the confidence online and then you'll be able to feel much more confident offline. Sherm's out.